Hey, history lovers. I'm Mike Rosenwald with Retropod, a show about the past rediscovered. When Frank Kameny died in 2011, his obituaries called him the Rosa Parks of the gay rights movement. Kameny coined the phrase, gay is good. His early gay rights marches in suit and tie were the precursor to today's raucous gay pride parades. It was quite a life for a man whose formal occupation was otherworldly, by which I mean he was an astronomer and a Harvard-educated one at that. But in the summations of his extraordinary life, one of the most notable achievements went largely unmentioned. Actually, it wasn't really an achievement, at least not yet. It was about the time he lost and lost big. After fighting in World War II, Kameny returned to the States and picked up a PhD at Harvard, then moved to Washington, taking a job with the Army Map Service. It was 1957. He was gay. And back then, that was considered immoral and unacceptable. After his bosses learned he had been arrested in a gay cruising area not far from the White House, they sent him a letter saying he was fired. Yes, for being gay. This made Kameny very, very angry. In 1989, he spoke with author Eric Marcus about that moment. Here's some of their conversation that was featured on the podcast Making Gay History. Meanwhile, by that time, I had decided that uh, basically what this amounted to was a declaration of war against me by my government. A, I don't grant my government uh, the right to declare war against me. And B, I tend not to lose my wars. Kameny sent letters, lots of letters, all the way up to the Oval Office. Nobody did a thing. Nobody cared. The anger... It never abated. In fact, it got worse. So Kameny turned to the legal system for help. He sued the government. That didn't go so well either. After a series of failures to move his case forward, Kameny's attorney essentially gave up. Kameny, of course, did not. On his own, with no legal training, Kameny wrote and filed a pro se appeal to the Supreme Court. This was the first time that the rights of gays, or lack thereof, were taken to the nation's highest court. Kameny's legal reasoning sounds familiar today, but was historic then. Tolerating gays, he argued, wasn't enough. The Constitution itself required equal treatment. He wrote in his argument to the court, In World War II, Petitioner did not hesitate to fight the Germans with bullets in order to help preserve his rights and freedoms and liberties and those of others. In 1960, it is ironically necessary that he fight the Americans with words in order to preserve against tyrannical government some of those same rights, freedoms, and liberties for himself and others. 
he asked this court to allow him to engage in that battle. And then he waited and waited. Finally, the court acted. It denied his appeal. Kameny learned of this loss by reading a one-paragraph news item in the Washington Star. He was defeated, deflated. But Kameny, of course, lived long enough and fought hard enough to see the rights of gays gradually expanded. As MSNBC's Rachel Maddow put it, Frank Kameny's choices about how to live his life changed all of our lives, changed the world for all of us and forever. In 2009, two years before he died, John Barry, President Obama's director of the Office of Personnel Management and a gay man himself, presented Kameny with an official letter of apology. Kameny finally was satisfied. Apology accepted, he said. I'm Mike Rosenwald. Thanks for listening. For more forgotten stories from history, visit WashingtonPost.com slash Retropod.